A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And we're into extra time. Kia ora and welcome to RNZ's Extra Time. I'm Barry Guy. The news that former Silver Fern Anna Harrison is returning to top-level netball got us thinking here at Extra Time about the golden oldies of elite sport. What is it that keeps athletes going long after their contemporaries have retired? 37-year-old Anna Harrison, who played 88 tests for the Silver Ferns, recently announced she'll be joining the Northern Stars for next year's ANZ Premiership after stepping away from the sport in 2018. Coming back, though, Harrison is confident she's up to it physically, but the big question for her was whether mentally she was up for another retirement. So when you choose to leave your sport, uh, it's, a, it's a tough time when you retire and you think it's over forever. And I guess my initial thought was, if I go back, will I end up in those uh, sort of dark places of retirement? Um, so I had to figure that out quite a lot. Um, and it's still possible, but... Is a different perspective and awareness is always a good step to um, combating issues. And yeah, I guess the other one personally is I have high standards of play. So it's just making like making sure that I'm not setting my standards too high for what I can do now. Like unfortunately your body isn't as nimble and sort of flexible maybe as it used to be. We'll see. I'm still hoping that it is, but the reality is the body slowly deteriorates, let's be honest. 38-year-old former All Black Adam Thompson is another who's still going in the top flight. Thompson played 29 tests for the All Blacks and brought up a century of Super Rugby matches turning out for the Chiefs in Super Rugby Aotearoa this year. He's also contracted for next year. And he's about to embark on a provincial campaign with Waikato in the Mighty Teen Cup. When you get to this age, um, you, know, you, still, you still have to love what you do. And you know, I've still got that fire in me to, to get out there and to contribute. And um, I just still love playing the game. So um, the mind's willing and the body's holding together. So you know, I'll keep going until... Um, until that dies down. I don't think I'll be playing this long, especially um, not at this level. I actually didn't think I'd be back um, here after after my illness in Japan. I, you know, I thought I'd get back to the to, to a club game if I was lucky, and um, you know things have, have kind of been a little bit crazy since then. You know, playing for Otago last year and, and getting a Chiefs opportunity to start this year, and, and now going for Waikato, it's, um, it's been pretty special, really. And do you think we put too much emphasis on age? Yeah, I think so. I think you know I've had a little bit of time to reflect on that now, and I think. You know, my generation and the younger generation, uh, you know, have been in professional rugby um, where there's a lot of systems in place to look after your well-being. And um, we've got top-level trainers and nutritionists and, and medical teams. And, you know, I think, um, you know, in, in terms of that, you're seeing guys last a little bit longer and, and you know, looking after themselves a bit better and, and probably getting a little bit more mileage out of it. And why do you think you've kept going but others maybe haven't? It's a good question, I think. Um, I guess there's an element of luck involved um, you know, a lot of guys that I played with have finished uh, with you know serious injuries or you know concussions or um, you know just just I guess um, playing the game long enough that, that they knew it was time to quit. So um, there's, there's a lot of luck involved, and I guess um, like I talked about earlier, you know, I'm still passionate about the game. I still love what I do. So 
know, that's a big motivating factor. Adam Thompson. Uh, Serena Williams is 38, Roger Federer 39. Boxer George Foreman was 45 when he regained the world heavyweight title. 53-year-old Kazuyoshi Miura is still playing professional football in Japan, so they're knocking on, although uh, quite a long way off the 70-year-old MMA fighter John Williams. We're joined now by some of New Zealand's more experienced brigades. Olympic rowing champion Mahi Drysdale is 41. Black Sticks hockey player Shay McAleese, 36. And former Silver Fern Jodie Brown, who's 39, <laughs> Jodie. Well done. And while she's uh, hung up her netball bib, is still a keen basketballer. Welcome to you all. Mahi, perhaps if we start with you first, um, I think we can take it as read that uh, passion is something that... Uh, You've all got in sport, and that uh, fuels you to keep going when perhaps your contemporaries of some of them have ended a long time ago. Uh, yeah, for sure. I, th- I think you've got to love it. Um, you've got to have that passion, and, and once that goes, that's that's probably the time to hang it up. It's uh, it's not necessarily an age thing. Um, sometimes the body is is not capable of doing it, so so that's another sort of. Uh, I guess, um, thing to, to consider. But as, as long as your body keeps going and your mind's willing and, and you've got that love, then, you know, there's no reason why you can't. And uh, I, I think there's, uh, you know, lots of examples now of, of people continuing longer in sport. Is is there a reluctance to give it up, though? You know, if I if I give up now, then it's gone forever sort of thing? Oh, I think that definitely comes into it. Um, you've only got one opportunity. Um, obviously, as you probably heard from Anna Harrison, maybe you've got two, but... Um, you know, I think uh, it's it's one of those things that um, yeah, you you do have a finite time in the sport, and I know you know I'm very much towards the end of mine now, so you know you you do have to do it when you can because I, I can't get to 50 and say oh okay now I'd, I'd like to actually go to another Olympics. So you know there is a, there is a point in your life uh, when you can do this, and uh, if you want to do it and you're still loving it, then you know make the most of it and do it for as long as you can. Uh, Jody, was that the situation for you? Um, you know, do it as long as you can. But did, did a time come where you thought, you know, that's it, perhaps? Yeah, look, I think I agree with what Mahi says. I think the passion and the willingness to keep going um, and the ability to, to keep performing at that high level, and it is, does take a lot to be a high performance athlete. Um, it's not just what you see, you know, out on the netball court or out on the pitch or rugby field or you know on the water or anything like that it's all the um, other stuff that you have to do as well so that mental side as well um and yeah I guess mine was post to pretty significant injuries that I um came back from um and knowing the hard work that I had to do um and then finishing on a on a um ACL it was just yeah I just knew that the the push was a little bit too far for me considering I had an athlete um I had a family as well so I had three kids um so the ability to spread yourself too thin kind of got a little bit too much for me. So the, uh, an injury was sort of the defining point. Um, you know, it's uh, it's as you get older, it's just you can't get over it as quickly and you decided that was it? Yeah, look, I um, was blessed with nat- natural talent and skills. I wasn't blessed with natural fitness. So fitness to me was um, a very hard work. Um, and um, to be a netballer, um, you know, playing for those 60 minutes, the uh, intensity that you had to um, takes a huge amount of fitness and I just knew that um, you know um, pretty much self person was going to be too much for me in terms of you know being a mum um, working uh, and then also trying to be an athlete as well. Uh, Shay talking of being a parent you're at home looking after your young one today uh, but you're still going um, you're still keen to get to the Olympics that things are still working well for you? 
Yeah, yeah, so far so good. Um, I guess the the two couple of things that sort of keep me going is one is uh, the training side because I feel that it's always pretty easy to get up for, for matches and tournaments and things because there's always that extra little bit of spice to that um, that sort of environment. But it's the, the stuff that goes on and behind the scenes. I think if I didn't enjoy getting up at Habas 5 and jumping in the gym or going for a run, that's when I would kind of know that my, my time's up. Um, and yeah, just sort of making sure that everything's running in that in that right direction. Um, and obviously, the other part to that is my ability to perform when it is game time. So if I felt that my performance was going uh, backwards and my consistency level really dropped off, that would pre- probably be another reason why I would uh, consider stopping. Uh, Mahe, I'm assuming you know getting up at five thirty or whatever is a similar situation for you as well. So you can still do that, okay? Yeah, no, definitely. The the motivation is is you know hugely there. Um, you know, I definitely agree with Jody around the the injuries. You know, the injuries are more more frequent and um, they take longer to recover. And um, that would be my my one comment about being an old athlete is that recovery is is the hardest part. And you know, it's it's hard sometimes to um, I guess compare yourself to a younger athlete and think you know I'd, I'd bounce back from this in a day and now it takes me three days um so you just have to be a bit smarter i guess with the way you train and and what you do and and just make sure you look after yourself that much more because um you know i I can still get up and i can perform uh one off uh as as well as i ever could um but i can't do it day after day after day and that's um you know that's really the the difference i guess of being a younger athlete and and now uh Sports science, has that helped though? I, I imagine perhaps when you first started, uh, it wasn't as sophisticated as it is now. It, it, that's an advantage uh, for you to get recovery? Oh, I think I think there's a, a whole suite of things. You know, there's the, the sports sciences in nutrition. There's, um, you know, there's, there's so many different aspects that, that go into it. And, and yeah, that's, that's all helped. And, and obviously, as more athletes get older, um, these things, uh, you know, just keep evolving and, and getting better and, and stronger. So, you know, that's that certainly helped. I think um, in the landscape of New Zealand sport as well. Um, you know, I, I started in 2000 um, was was when I'm sort of really starting my career, and just the whole way that the whole landscape's changed. The funding, um, you know, the money that that we get as athletes through the PEGS grants. You know, it's it's a massive game changer um, because I think a lot of athletes, um, you know, back in when I started, you know, they there was very few athletes that went into their thirties because they had to start thinking about careers and where are they going to make their money. Um, you know, they wanted to have families and, and things like that. And now you're seeing athletes um, that have families uh, that that uh, you know they're they're still able to survive um, and do what they love. Um, it's, it's not a financial decision that I have to quit because I'm not making any money from this. Um, you know, you you are able to to live now, which uh, has has changed the whole landscape. And I think why we're seeing a lot a lot of athletes continue for longer. Uh, Shay, you uh, work full time though you, uh, as a member of a team sport. That's perhaps not the highest profile uh, in New Zealand. You still have to survive with with working as well yeah yeah so um i'm the current uh director of sport at lindisfarne college here in hawks bay and then also acting ceo of hawks bay hockey so i've got a few a few little roles that are that are going on um but i guess the biggest thing for me and and probably a lot of sportsmen which um and uh, sportswomen that don't see a lot of funding through their sport is that we have uh, quite accommodating uh employers which is really good so they're they're very um 
uh, supportive of me in my hockey career, which is really good. So um, if I've got to go away for a month, then they know that either I can work while I am away, um, so I can do it remotely, or that when I am back in Hawke's Bay, that I'll um, get my head behind a desk and actually do the do the mahi and make sure that it's all uh, uh, going in the right direction for us. And Jody, uh, I'm not sure the situation with you with employment, but you mentioned family. I, I suppose in a way there's a an expectation that um, family is going to come along at some stage for a sports uh, woman's career. Yeah, look, I think, um, dare I say it with two males on here, I think it's a lot harder for a woman uh, athlete to have um, a family and plan that and, and all the, I guess, um, the the science terms that come behind that in terms of, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I can just get pregnant just like that and some people have problems and the ability to plan around that and as an athlete we're very organised and very astute in terms of the, the processes and the plans that we have in place in terms of our sporting um, and that can be completely thrown out the window when you try and have a family and trying to plan it potentially around competitions, events um, and then have the, um, I guess, the 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 option come up that you can't quite have a family um, and so the timing gets put out the window. So um, I think for female athletes it's a huge issue and I know um, there's a lot of talk about it at the moment within the sporting realms and um, I guess drawing on athletes that have had families, um, when and where's the best time and how do they decide that and then post that, you know, how hard is it to come back or, um, you know, the, the factors that happen there. So there's a lot of... Um, I guess work behind the scenes currently happening with the female athletes um, around that and around things like your period and stuff like that. So, yeah, look, it's huge um, in women's sport at the moment and I think something that we've we've failed to talk about previously um, throughout, um, you know, our sporting landscape. But finally, we're starting to get onto that and acknowledging, you know, some of those areas. Uh, And Jodie, you must be encouraged because there is a a group of uh, the older Athletes in, in netball at the at the moment uh, that are continuing to play and and in Anna's situation coming back as well, you know we're getting over that sort of uh, um, ageist sort of feeling. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think, and it's not just in netball as well. I think you have um, there's other sports that are hugely highlighted that that women um, have families as well as is coming back as well um, and are older athletes. So I think. Um, while netball there is um, more common and obviously you see it on TV a lot more than other sports, um, there are other sports that are doing hugely well in that area as well. Um, and I think just drawing a little bit what Mahi said is that um, I think for an older athlete in terms of the recovery process it's a lot um, longer and potentially harder for that recovery process. So I think it's about teams and individuals realising that that athlete might be on a different plan to everybody else um, and it might mean that they can only train you know, at the intensity for twice a week before, you know, Anna plays a game on Saturday, and that might look a little bit different to what the younger athletes do. Um, and I guess that's a real challenge in a team sport is to be able to know that you're all achieving the same common goal, but it might look different for every one of us, um, and especially for an older athlete um, with all the different roles and responsibilities that that person might have. So, shut. Go ahead. So just adding to, to what Jody said, I, I very much agree. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely harder for a, a female athlete um, to have a family and, and come back. But I, I do think there's some good work happening, and um, it, it is great to see you know sports around the world as well as in New Zealand. We've got a couple of cyclists now with with um, kids that are, are back. Um, Serena Williams obviously is is a, a poster 
girl, and, and I know they've they've um, yeah made some some big uh, gains in tennis, you know, allowing you to have a maternity break and and keep your world ranking. So, you know, I think there's a lot more work to be done, but um, you know, I think it is now possible to do that. Uh, obviously, they've got the the disadvantage of of you know being pregnant for nine months, which um, clearly has a a big effect uh, on your ability to train. I guess uh, you know Valerie. Um, is a is another great example of, of mm. you know having having some some children and and still being able to compete at the top level. So you know it's definitely harder for women, um, but um, you know I think I think there is some some good work going on. And um, you know I've I've had the experience from the the male side of things. Um, obviously it's it's harder having kids at home, but um, you know it's it's very rewarding and. Um, you know, I think it's, it's still a pretty good lifestyle uh, in sport to, to have those kids because you, you do get a lot of time um, during the day that you know, I'm at home a lot during the day. So it's, it's nice to be able to, to take care of them and, and help out. Uh, Mahi, uh, you're the elder statesman, I suppose, in the New Zealand rowing squad. How's the relationship with those uh, teenagers and that sort of thing? You get treated well? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it is, it is kind of strange. Uh, you know, as, as some of the, you know, I'd call them kids because, um, you know, they they are, you know, in like 19, 20 year old. Uh, we were one of the guys in our eight last year was uh, 20 years old. So, you know, it's um it's it's very different, and and the priorities of life is is very different. And you know, sometimes you you kind of laugh. Uh, you know, the different stages of of life you're at, they've got absolutely no care in the world, and. Um, you know, you've got uh, a mortgage and kids at home, so yeah, it's 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 very different. But um, everyone gets on pretty well, and uh, yeah, I think it's 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 good to have that that wide range of uh, experience, and and you you get a lot from that in a team um, having having those those wide range of ages and and differences. Have, they, have you got a nickname that you can tell us? Um, well, everyone everyone calls me Grandpa, but um, they've called me that since I was. Uh, I was the oldest in the four at, at 22 years old. So, um, yes, it's just uh, just continued. <laughs> and, and talking of continuing um, onto the Olympics next year, you know, uh, I know some athletes have said, well, you know, it's a year too far, but for you, it's all good? Yes, no, I'm, I'm uh, very well committed. Um, you know, I, I guess uh, initially it was, it was a pretty tough decision to make uh, just because I felt I had, uh, you know, other things that maybe I wanted to do and, had to get my head around it, but once I did, you know, again, it came back to that love and, and passion of the sport, and you know, kind of, you know, at the end of the day, it's another year out of I've already done it for twenty, so it's not a not a big ask. And um, you know, now I'm, I'm back. You know, I think the hardest thing was just not being out to get out and train on the water, but now I'm back on the water. Um, you know, feeling really motivated and and enjoying it, and uh, I think now it's looking more and more likely that it's going to go ahead. So, you know, that's a, a big positive. Shay, just a similar situation to Mahi. You know, you're one of the older ones uh, in your squad. How do you get treated? Uh, yeah, yeah. So very similar, actually. Um, nickname is is Granddad. So, um, but it's all in it's all in good fun. Um, I kind of uh, have that same sort of feeling that uh, you know I love um, giving my uh, knowledge and experience back down to um, the younger ones in the group because obviously it. We've kind of been there, done that for for many years, um, and especially when you go to a big event, it can be quite a bit of a eye opener and a bit of a shock for some of the younger ones. Um, so if they are able to lean on us, then it um, supplies them with a 
uh, a lot of foresight into what what it could be like and just how to um, calm those nerves. Um, and I really enjoy that supportive role. And especially in um, in hockey games when the game might get a little bit tough, I think that's when the younger ones can actually lean on the more experienced ones to to support them through that because we've kind of probably been through every sort of scenario that you could possibly think of. So I think there is uh, definitely a place in sport um, for more experienced players as long as our level and ability is still high enough. You still have to prove yourself Obviously, don't, don't you? Is that a motivating thing for you? You see all these young uh, people around and you think, well, I've still got that or I think I've still got yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Like, I am I think um, everyone would attest to this. Like, uh, I'm, I'm super competitive and I think most uh, older athletes are and that's, I think, a main driver for us why we still keep going is just our competitive nature. Um, so even every time that I'm out uh, on the hockey pitch or out in the gym or um, training, playing, whatever it is that my competitive nature will come through. So I uh, absolutely hate being beaten by anyone that's younger than me. Um, and it's one of those things that's a driving force. I think that the day that a younger guy beats me and I kind of um, don't care anymore, then it's the day that I should really stop playing because um, it will be that one where he keeps, uh, he beats me and I'll, I'll do my best to chase him down, even though he might be a little bit quicker than me now. Um, but that's sort of that competitive nature that's a, a driving force to keep me going. And I think, as both Jody and Mahi said, that you only get sort of one real good crack at it. Um, and I kind of think that I'm still playing well enough and my body is, is somewhat still good enough that I want to have a, have a crack at Tokyo next year as well. Are you dreading the time when perhaps a selector is going to say, Shay, I'm sorry, but um, we're not going to pick you? Or... a are you just going to try and get to a stage where you say, right, that's enough and I'm out before you get that call, perhaps? Uh, no, if, um, if, a, if a selector said that uh, he didn't want to take me forward, um, then I would accept that um, because it would be for a good reason, I would think. Um, just either um, I'm too injury prone or my, my level isn't good enough. Um, but I would continue going on until that time comes or until my day of retirement, which... Uh, Obviously, probably would have been uh, currently, um, but with Tokyo getting delayed, it will. I'll push that out for one more year, uh, just to see, obviously, how I can how I can go. But I'm um, sort of post Rio. Um, all my fo- well, leading up to Rio, all my focus was fully into hockey, um, and then post uh, post Rio, I made a decision with my wife, who was also at Rio, um, to say that we would look at starting a family. Um, I would try to balance more of work hockey life balance and I actually think that balance has actually been really good for me and my continuation in hockey as well um, but it also meant that if I was to have a big injury within that four year space or also get d- dropped through uh, poor performance that I was kind of ready to um, or am still ready that if that day comes that I'm I'm in a really good place now that I would be able to step away from sport and that's something that I'll probably push on younger athletes is to try and have uh, plan A not necessarily being your sport um, but plan B being your sport, but always having that backup. Because if you have that backup, then if something does uh, come around, then you've always got a um, got something to look forward to. And I think that's really important for athletes, um, especially that sort of life balance. Yeah, a bit of luck counts, obviously, doesn't it? Um, Jody? just, I know injury more or less forced you out of your professional career, but um, in the latter years, did, did you adjust the way that you were um, looking after yourself? Um, you know, d- dietary oh. needs, uh, meditation, yoga, the, a lot of these sort of uh, things I talked about now was sort of, um, you know, helping the body and the mind? <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, probably not too much. I think um, because, like I mentioned, um, 
fitness is not a natural thing for me. Um, I absolutely hate running, as a side note. Um, but running is what you do on a netball court, so that's what I had to work really hard at, and that was probably my biggest mental thing was uh, is, is keeping um, the level of fitness that I needed to, to play at that top level. Um, so I didn't change anything hugely because I knew what I needed to be done. I had, a, I had quite a, a strict plan. I had that support network around me of, of all those um, available lucky enough to have all those available people around me. Um, so in terms of that, probably not, um, because the work had to be done, and for me to perform at that level, I had to be able to do that. It was probably more in terms of the recovery um, and being more astute and more, I guess, um, attention to detail on that side of things um, once I started to become an older athlete, because like you say, the, the, the little injuries here and there that start to pop up or the niggles, um, you have to get onto them straight away, otherwise that could potentially turn into something a little bit more um, deeper. So, yeah, not hugely, but probably more focused on the attention to detail to recovery. Did you ever get told or asked, um, you know, that you are getting uh, too old or isn't it time to retire? I'm not thinking within the sport, maybe outside the sport or, or that as well? Not as an athlete, I didn't. Um, as a, as a, uh, a mother, it was always like, are you going to have another baby and stuff like that. So everyone was always pointing towards, are you going to add to your family rather than, I guess, um, maybe that was their way of saying, when are you going to retire? Um, so it was always, you know, when's the plan to have the next baby? Um, and I think, um, a little bit what Shay is saying, I think it got to a point when I retired from the Silver Ferns that I felt like I had, um, a, achieve what I wanted to achieve in netball. B, we'd gone through a bit of a, a rough period for the 2014 Commonwealth Games where we had a, 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 a bit of a shambles of a tournament, really. Uh, we still won a silver medal, so I'm very grateful for that. But we um, had a bit of um, drama in terms of off-court kind of stuff and, and um, yeah, just went through a tough time. So I really wanted to make sure as a leader in that team that I um, kind of, we got back to that silver fern way of doing things and, and lived up to the legacy and the history of doing things. So um, ended uh, at the end of 2015 in a good place, knowing that I was leaving the dress in a good place, knowing that the um, younger ones below me had the ability and the skills to come up and be those leaders in that team and, and do that. Um, and then obviously domestic career got cut short, got cut short because of injury. So um, yeah, I think I think that there's a place for like um, Shay says the the leaders and the experience in the team. And I think that's um, uh, as a netball, I found that quite hard to adjust to, um, so that you're not obviously bossing them and being a boss and telling them what to do. That you're actually their teammate, you're alongside them, but you're um, sharing, guiding and supporting so that you can develop them as a person and as, and as an athlete as well. Uh, and finally, Shay, uh, it sounds like you know you had a plan, you still have a plan uh, with your family, but you never felt um, some pressure on you to uh, uh, give it up? Uh, yeah, not not uh, from the New Zealand environment. Uh, probably from 2016 onwards, I'd get asked mm -hmm. almost every week uh, when I was going to stop and, and why was I continuing on going. I think the Continuing on going was the biggest question when they when you're sort of 32 at the end of Rio and they're sort of saying why are you still playing? Um, but my uh, always response was because I love the game, um, and I think that's the biggest driver between why older athletes continue going is because they love the sport that they're doing. And if you love something that you're doing, why why would you stop? That's always my response, um, and I think that sort of stops them in their tracks a little bit because it's uh, um, how can they say 
stop doing what you love. That's right. Uh, you're never too old to uh, carry on playing sports. So uh, that's extra time for this week. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. You can follow us on Twitter at RNZ Sport. A big thank you to uh, Olympic rowing champion Mahi Drysdale, Black Sticks hockey player Shay McAleese, and former Silver Fern Jody Brown. I'm Barry Guy. Bye for now. of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.